Well, hello, uh, happy Friday, and welcome to the Friday edition of Thrive Thursday. Um, I, I was held hostage yesterday at the driving range, so it's not my fault. <laughs> uh, the day is my first uh, first golf for, for the season today, and we certainly didn't uh, want to go out there rusty. Uh, but uh, now I found out that it took 100 balls just to get some of the rust off. So I had to go through a second round yesterday. So I was literally held a hostage at the driving range uh, just so I didn't embarrass myself and the people I'm playing with today. So uh, that's uh, that's my excuse. Uh, uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So anyway, we do have Thrive Thursday today. I didn't want to leave you without it this week. So I'm going to back out of here real quick and let's get on it. Of course, today uh, we're doing it on obsessing over details, how to elicit feedback, and seeking what is significant. And of course, uh, you always remember that we've got, uh, we've got our every week from James Clear are three ideas, two quotes, and one question to consider for the week. Well, let's look at our ideas first. And the first idea is Italy is known for tomatoes, Thailand for chilies, and Germany for sauerkraut. But tomatoes are originated in Peru. In Thailand, imported chilies from Central America, and sauerkraut started in China. So what's up with that? Well, everything is a remix, and the world is better for it. So share what you know and learn from others. And that's really what we do here at A to B for me is, is, is learning from others. There's no sense in trying to reinvent the wheel uh, to get to success. So but share what you know and then just learn from other people. Because uh, like I said, right here, Italy's known for tomatoes. No, it isn't. They're from Peru. Thailand imports chilies from Central America. So they're not really from Thailand. And then uh, the real shocker is that sauerkraut started in China. So now you know. All right, well, let's get a little reminder here from Atomic Habits, which, of course, is uh, uh, James Clear's uh, phenomenal book that we promote and, uh, and, and really believe in here at A to B for me. But habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. A small habit, when repeated consistently, grows into something significant. And remember that small habit can be negative or positive. So <laughs> if you got got that got a negative one, it's just going to get bigger. So let's, let's, let's nip it at the bud. But uh, uh, everything is about compounding in success. It really is. No matter what you do, uh, you know, the compound effect, and we'll give a little Darren Hardy his props here for that, uh, is always out there. And, and, and success is just, it is based on compounded interest because what you put in today is just going to grow and grow and grow. And you just have to keep doing it and, and, and be consistent and things will happen for you, uh, good or bad. Uh, so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, number three, people who excel tend to obsess over the details. People who struggle also tend to obsess over the details. The difference is what details they focus on. Minutia versus polish. Most things don't matter, but when it does, you want to get the details right. 
So uh, I had a, a couple of quotes this week on on procrastination and things like that, and that, that can really that can really mess us up. And we can get into some of the minutiae or get into a polish on both sides of that. Sometimes, like we always said here, good is good enough. So when you want to get out there and do some things, uh, maybe sometimes just good is good enough. And that's probably one of the reasons why I just uh, on this three two one, I just pop it out there straight as I get it from James. There's no sense in polishing it up. It's a good thing. Let's get it out there and roll. Um, and even when I do that, I'm a day late because I got held hostage at a uh, driving range. But anyway, this is something good. And you can also share this on Twitter. It'd be a nice little thing for your Twitter feed. All right. Well, let's look at a couple of quotes here. The first one's from psychologist Adam Grant on how to elicit feedback. And when people hesitate to give honest feedback on an idea, draft, or performance, I ask for a zero to 10 score. No one ever says 10. Then I ask how I can get closer to a 10. It motivates them to start coaching me and motivates me to be coachable. I want to learn how to close the gap. And this has always been just a great uh, technique to use uh, in sales uh, and service uh, when, you're, when you're talking with your folks and, and just ask them, you know, on a scale of, of zero to 10, uh, how would you rate, you know, uh, my presentation or how would you rate the product? And, and no matter what they say, if they say, you know, generally going to generally, I, I found most people are coming in at a six or a seven. And most of the time it's seven. I don't know. I just like that number. And so and then the next thing you want to say is, okay, well, awesome. Well, what, what gave you the determination to come to the seven and try and get a little feedback there. And then say, well, what would it take to get, get it from a seven you know, to an eight and then an eight to a nine and a nine to a 10 and, and find out, you know, what was lacking or what really what they're looking for, because you might actually have that. You just didn't present it uh, properly or included in your in your in your presentation. So always find out, especially if you miss, if it's swinging a miss and they don't even want anything to do with you, you definitely want to find out what they were looking for that you didn't offer. But zero to 10, it's just a great way uh, to get out there and find out and make yourself better. But you have to, you have to, you have to be coachable. You have to be willing to be coachable, uh, even by someone who's saying they don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> so find out why they don't want anything to do with you and fix that. All right. Second thing, ling linguist and philosopher Noam Chomsky on seeking what is significant. You can't expect somebody to become a biologist by giving them access to the Harvard University Biology Library and saying, just look, just look through it. That'll give them nothing. The Internet is the same, except magnified enormously. The person who wins the Nobel Prize in biology is not the person who read the most journals, articles, and took most notes on them. It's the person who knew what to look for. Cultivating that capacity to seek what's significant, always willing to question whether you're on the right track and what education is going to be about, whether it's using computers and internet or pencil and paper and books. So that's a pretty good one, seeking what's significant. You know, we, we, we are bad these days. A lot of folks, uh, uh, distractions uh, will get you because you're out there uh, 
not seeking significant on Facebook and other places. <laughs> now, right now you are seeking significance. So don't, don't beat yourself up about Facebook right now. But uh, a lot of times we are out there. We just don't know what we're looking for. We're just out there messing around and trying to do things. So uh, you got to cultivate the capacity to seek what's significant and, and try and stay on track and always be willing to question whether you're on the right track, because sometimes you're not. You're just going down a rabbit rabbit trail and uh, uh, you know, chasing and squirrels, you know, but, uh, but that's what ed education is going to be about. Uh, you just got to get in there and you got to make sure that you actually do, uh, uh, know, you know, what you're looking for, uh, because, uh, if you don't know what you're looking for. How, how you going to know when you find it? Right. So good stuff from Noam Chomsey. All right. Well, here is our question for the week for the weekend. <laughs> Does the amount of attention I'm giving this match its importance? So when out when you're out there, this is just a to me this is a great uh, thing to maybe put right on your com computer screen uh, because you know distraction inhibits progress. And if you're trying to make progress during the week, especially Thursdays and Friday afternoons, and you're trying to get that last few things right and 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 really uh, make the week super successful, uh, you've got to ask yourself: um, Does the amount of attention I'm giving this right now? match its importance uh and it, is it one of my kpis is it one of my key actions and and be sure that you're on track no matter what it is uh, whether it's your relationships or spiritual or social or mental or physical or uh, a career or financial uh, whatever you're trying to accomplish always ask yourself does the amount of attention i'm giving this match its importance well all right well that is it for today I have coming up for you actually uh, this afternoon, uh, <laughs> uh, seven things failure is not. So stay tuned for that. It's a really good one, kind of a fun one. I've got a neat little uh, success letter in the back of it. Their steps to success is kind of interesting. Um, so we'll get that to you uh, a little later today. Probably won't be this afternoon because I'll be uh, hopefully not embarrassed myself on the golf course this afternoon after yesterday, but uh, have a great uh, Friday morning uh, and be looking for me. I'll be back with you with the seven things failure is not. Well, until then, have a great day and keep moving in the direction of your dreams. We'll talk to you later. Bye.